Hey, my clip claps. How you guys doing? Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. So, how you guys doing? I, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot better after you know my father passed away. Still taking it day by day. Still pretty tough. I have my good days. Have a lot more bad days. But overall, I'm doing okay. Yeah, you know, things will get better. But enough about me. How are you guys doing? How you, how you guys doing? How, how's my listeners doing? Are you, you know, are you listening to this on your in your car on your way to work? Are you listening at home? You know, taking a bath, getting all nice and and fresh and clean. Or, you know, are you listening to this while you're on your run? You know, just where, wherever you are, whatever you're doing while you're listening to this, enjoy it. Enjoy this time that you have to escape the mundane of working of just the grind before you have to go back to that reality stay in this tranquility that is my soothing voice hopefully it is soothing to you but enjoy it enjoy this simpleness let's let's take a moment to reflect on it that's good isn't it that's good (laughs) so anyways you know Today's going to be a little different, um, you know, for if you're a new listener and you just happen to stumble upon this episode because you find the topic interesting, just know that I have another podcast and that is called Strange Talk. You can also find that on Spotify on, you can also find that on Spotify, Google, Google Play, um, Spotify, Google Play Store, basically Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you can get your podcast from is where you can find it. And that one's called Strange Talk. And on Strange Talk, that one's more of like, I talk about scary stories, I talk about conspiracies, I talk about murders, true crime, strange happenings. So I want to mix that in with this episode. Um, This episode today is going to be about (laughs) a video game called Five Nights at Freddy's. And... um, for those of you that don't know, Five Nights at Freddy's is basically a horror simulation type of game where you are tasked as the new security first day at work and you are to just basically watch security cameras to make sure that nothing goes wrong. What you don't know is is that you kind of get hinted at towards through a voice recorder as you play the game that some of the animatronics that are at the restaurant that you're working at, which is, um, I believe it's called Fazzy Bear's Pizza, or, you know, I'm horrible. I'm horrible, I know. But, anyways, (laughs) so you have to look at the security cameras to make sure that none of the animatronics are moving, because if they do, they're gonna come and kill you. Now, the inspiration for that, the, the creator of the game never outright said, like, hey, this is where I got the idea from. He never once said it, you know, they're, they're one in the same, or, you know, that's where he got the idea from. But, a little bit, there's a little bit of similarities to the game and to a real incident that happened. Now join me on this episode of Talk Nerdy to Me, where I go into the similarities of Five Nights at Freddy's and the 1993 Aurora shooting. On December 14, 1993, four employees were shot and killed 
and a fifth employee was seriously injured at a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant in Aurora, Colorado. The perpetrator, 19-year-old Nathan Dunlap, a former employee of the restaurant, was frustrated about being fired from working at the restaurant five months prior to the shooting and sought revenge by committing the attack. He fled the scene of the shooting with stolen money and restaurant items. He basically stole fucking Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Why? I don't know, because he's a fucking idiot. He was found guilty of four counts of first-degree murder, attempted murder, and other charges, and was sentenced to death on May 17, 1996. A judge initially set an execution date for him in August 2013, but Colorado Governor John Hickenlopper signed a temporary reprieve that would postpone Dunlap's execution. (laughs) So that dude still got to live his life while the victim's families had to basically grieve. But I mean, hey. (laughs) So let's get to the shooting details. Dunlap entered the restaurant at 9pm where he ordered a ham and cheese sandwich and played an arcade game. Chuck E. Cheese gives ham and cheese sandwiches? Maybe back in the 90s. He then hid in a restroom at about 9.50 p.m. He exited the restroom after closing at 10.05 p.m. and shot five employees with the 25 caliber semi-automatic pistol. He first shot Sylvia Corwell, 19, who was cleaning the salad bar. She was hit from close range in the right ear and was mortally wounded. That means she died. (laughs) Just in case you didn't know that. Ben Grant, 19, was fatally shot near the left eye as he was vacuuming. Colleen O'Connor, 17, pleaded for her life and sunk to her knees, but Dunlap fatally shot her once to the top of her head. Bobby Stevens, 20, the lone survivor of the shooting, returned to the restaurant after taking a break by smoking outside, thinking the noise he heard from the restaurant when he was outside were children popping balloons nearby. As he walked into the restaurant and unloaded utensils into the dishwasher, Dunlap came through the kitchen door, raised a handgun at him, and fired a shot that struck Stevens in the jaw. He then fell to the floor and played dead. Dunlap then forced Marge Kohlberg, 50, the store manager, to unlock the safe. After she opened it, Dunlap shot her in the ear, and as he was taking the cash out of the safe, Dunlap fired a second fatal shot through Kohlberg's other ear after he noticed she was still moving. This fucking dude really likes shooting people in the ears. I really don't know why. <laughs> Maybe he thinks if I shoot you in the ear, you won't hear me coming. <laughs> the manager who fired Dunlap was not present at the restaurant. Stevens escaped through a, do- a back door and walked to the nearby Mill Pond apartment complex, where he pounded on the door to alert someone that he and others had been shot at the Chuck E. Cheese. Stevens was hospitalized at Denver General Hospital in fair condition as authorities arrived on the scene. They found two bodies in the restaurant's hallway a third in a room off the hallway, and the fourth in the manager's office. Sylvia Corwell was sent to Denver General Hospital, where she was declared brain dead. She died from her injuries the next day at Aurora Regional Medical Center. Dunlap fled the scene with with 1,500 worth of cash and game tokens he stole from inside the restaurant. Dunlap was arrested at his mother's apartment 12 hours later. Okay, so let's go into where the similarities are between the real incident and the game. So here's the parallels. When considering the supply closet, it's a rather odd room in that it seems fairly pointless. It's a small room that only Bonnie can enter and has nothing inside the other floor cleaning material. This is a link to Benjamin Grant, who was vacuuming the floors when he was murdered. Severe 
Corwell was the closest victim to the bathroom and was cleaning the salad bar when attacked. This links Chica's <laughs> Let's Eat motto and her path by the restrooms to Cornwall. These are all characters within the game that all are considerably pretty similar to the victims that died in the 1993 Aurora shooting. Foxy is linked to Marge Kohlberg as both are sequestered off from the rest in the back of the restaurant. Kohlberg being the night manager would make her a more aggressive person, translating to Foxy's aggressive behavior. The only victim to not have a strong correlation is Colleen O'Connor, who would be tied to Freddy. However, after passing through the dining area, Freddy hides in the woman's restroom. This could be a nod to Colleen being a woman, but more likely would be a nod to Dunlap hiding in the bathrooms before his attack. Golden Freddy himself is an enigma for the animatronics, but plays a part in this theory as well, correlating to Bobby Stevens. Golden Freddy has a tendency to show up unexpectedly and appears in the limp, slumped-over position. The positioning could be referenced to Stevens playing dead after getting shot. As for Golden Freddy's surprising appearances, it relates to Stevens unexpectedly being alive, to Dunlap's surprise, and being the final nail in the coffin for the killer. So, <laughs> that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed the ridiculousness of this story and the ridiculous of this theory. But, like I said, I wanted to mix both my podcasts into this one since I do host two podcasts, Talk Nerdy to Me and Strange Talk. So if you enjoyed this, then maybe you'll enjoy Strange Talk. So go ahead and you can find that on any major podcast platform. Google, Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can find Strange Talk and Talk Nerdy to Me both on any of those platforms. So... Hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay nerdy.